welcome to the Sex, Self, and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Fatima, but you can call me Tima. This is a lifestyle podcast focused on sex, self, and relationships. This podcast will provide sex education, focusing especially on female pleasure. We will discuss self-development and how we can become the best versions of ourselves, all while exploring our relationships and how we can show up as our best for all of them. Welcome. For today's episode, I'd like to focus on being happy. I don't know about y'all, but I've definitely Googled how to be happy a few times before. Most people spend their entire lives searching for happiness. And can you blame them? Life is just better when you're happy. I'd like to focus today's episode on identifying what the presence and absence of happiness looks like and exactly what we can do to sustain it. So I'm going to start the How to Be Happy series with self for obvious reasons. You've heard it all before. True happiness comes from within. There's just no way around it. So first thing first, spoiler alert, (laughs) before I even start, before I even get into anything, I need to give you a very important spoiler alert that sums up everything and might seem very general when I say it now, but I'm hoping with the information I'm able to give you as we go on, you're able to see how it all ties together and how it's really all that makes sense. So listen to me carefully. Until you accept control of your happiness, you'll never be able to sustain it. Until you accept control of your happiness, you will never be able to sustain it on some Dr. Umar shit. Because <laughs> I, I, I feel like I have to be very clear about that before I even get into tips on how, how to sustain happiness and things like that. You have to understand that you control your happiness and it's not outside source. So how do we accept control of our happiness and how do we sustain it? Based on my personal experience and lots of research, when I say lots of research, lots of research, I've developed five steps on how to be happy, and I hope this helps you. Number one on the list, go see a therapist, sis. There's no way around it. You need to see a therapist. The reason why a therapist is very important in your becoming of you is because a therapist is trained to see things in you that you will never be able to see in yourself. Your friends will never be able to see. And if they do see or, or notice, they probably won't tell you because they are afraid of hurting you in a way. A therapist provides you that objective opinion that you need to become the best version of yourself. A therapist also allows you to be able to process all your emotions. I was watching inside out with my boyfriend the other day and it it was just a mind-blowing experience because my sessions in therapy has been very focused on being able to process all my emotions from happiness to anger to to sadness and understanding that it's important to process all those emotions none of those emotions are bad for you what's bad for you is neglecting a specific emotion and not letting your body thoroughly feel what it's supposed to feel And watching that movie basically just kind of added more to what I've been learning in therapy and why it's very important for me to share with you guys and why it's my number one. Your friends can't be a therapist. Stop doing it. The next big point of having a therapist is a therapist assists you with protecting your yeses. If that's something you have a problem with, and I feel like a lot of us do, a therapist assists you with identifying 
where you could set boundaries. And it just really assists you with getting to know what you as a person really truly want. In order to really work on being happy, we're all going to need some professional help. It is just what it is, okay? We're not going to judge each other, but we're going to need professional help. So number two is I'm advising you, anyone listening out there, to stop dieting. If you can afford it, see a nutritionist. If you can't, research options. I would definitely like to, at a later date, have an entire episode on diet and just relationship with food because I think there's a lot of people that can really can utilize the tips. What I will say in this episode is instead of focusing on limiting yourself from certain food groups, how about you focusing on providing nutrition to your body? That's something that's really helped me in kind of changing my relationship with food. I started looking at food as something that feeds my body, that allows my body to feel better, be better. So I focus on what's going to make that body stronger while still eating food that I love. For a long time, I've never associated eating healthy with traditional foods, Nigerian food that I very much love. I'm not realizing that it is important to me that I don't restrict myself from those things because Anything I restrict myself from, I obsess over. So if I can't have carbs, that's all I think about all day. So I'm challenging you today to no longer restrict yourself from anything and focus on putting nutrition into your body. Focus on eating the things you love. If you want to eat a cookie, eat a cookie. And you start to notice that when you eat the things that you want that your body is craving, you're not going to overeat it. You're going to realize that you're able to buy cookies and candy and all these things at home because you know that... You're not going to obsess over it because if you really want it, you could eat it. But at the same time, if you do have that cookie, you're also going to feed yourself some other, some protein. I don't want to say some veggies, but because that's not the only thing that's healthy. But you, you're also probably going to feed yourself some veggies. For a long time, I, I stopped eating a lot of my favorite foods because I, I just always kind of demonize certain food groups. Now I eat. I eat what I want. I provide myself what it wants while also providing myself the nutrition that it needs. So I'm, I'm challenging you today. I want you to analyze your relationship with food and consider, maybe try it. Try not restricting what you want while focusing on what you need. Number three, move your body regularly. I'm pretty sure you guys knew this was coming as well. You, you guys knew this. Was, none of these things that I'm going to suggest today are going to be no. I'm not going to invent a new way to be happy. I'm not going to give you, I can't give you a blue pill or green pill, whatever it is. There is no, there's no magic pill to be happy. So all the, th- all the things I'm going to tell you today are going to sound very generic. They are. That's because these, this is how people have been doing it for years. This is what's been working. I'm sure those that love YouTube know there's always something consistent, especially like if you're into beauty, when you watch YouTube beauty videos, there's always a consistent item that the YouTubers are using. The reason why they all have that consistent thing, whether it's a beauty blender or whatever the specific tool is, the reason why it's because it works. So when you hear these tips and you think they're generic, they're generic because it works. So I'm challenging you today. I'm hoping hearing these tips from me will give you that motivation to try it. Because it's going to work. There's just no way around it. I understand. Working out just doesn't, it's not fun. Well, it wasn't fun for me before. Now, actually, really, I enjoy working out. 
But before, I didn't think it was fun. I used to look at the people running and just like, you're doing a lot. <laughs> like, I'll see people on Instagram always posting workout videos. And I'm like, you you can't be pretending like you're enjoying this right now. Like, you you don't enjoy this. It's not. But they do enjoy it. And I see it now. You have to find a workout that works for you. Everyone is different. Don't do a workout that everyone around you is doing because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do. You have to try something different. And I'm realizing that's the important thing about working out. The first step to being consistent with working out is finding something you like. So my next challenge for you is going to be explore different workouts. If you've never tried Pilates, that's going to be my first one, my first suggestion for you to try. Go ahead and try Pilates. Pilates is life-changing. It literally changes everything about the way you do everything. Pilates is what got me hooked on working out, moving my body. And Pilates made me enjoy it because I was able to see the results. And I think that's where a lot of us get discouraged because when you, you know, you're running, you're doing treadmill, it's so boring, at least my personal opinion. Sorry for those runners out there. But I thought it was so boring and I didn't, of course, you know, eventually you start losing weight, but that wasn't motivation enough for me. When I started doing Pilates, I felt better. I felt stronger. My posture was different. I used to have really bad sciatica symptoms. The pains reduced. So I started noticing positive changes in different ways than I've looked before. Usually it was more on a, oh, am I skinnier? Now it was like, wow, I feel stronger. So that's what got me. That's what really got me to love working out. And Pilates opened the door for other workouts for me. Because now I'm stronger when I run. I'm stronger when I'm cycling. So I would highly recommend you find a workout that works. Try cycling. Try dancing. Try something else. Try tennis. Think outside of the box and try it. Find something that works for you and stick to it. If you do it for 10 minutes every day, or if you don't want to stick to anything, if you don't want to have anything that you're sticking to every day, maybe you just say, I'm going to do 10 minutes for four days out of the week. And on those days when you don't feel motivated, still do it because you're not always going to feel motivated. Just keep going. And then you'll see that after a month, the habit is already set in and you almost just magically need to do it. It just starts working for you. And you also start to see the benefits of it, which is also going to get you hooked, which is what we want. So find a workout, an exercise that works for you and move your body on a regular basis. Okay. Number four, do things you enjoy. This is also a very, very important thing. Speaking from a Nigerian girl, I never really thought about having hobbies. I feel like the main focus that I've always received was go to school, get good grades, get a good job. Hobbies just wasn't really a thing. Now as an adult, I'm realizing how important it is to have hobbies, to have things you enjoy outside of the regular day-to-day. How important it is to be creative in whatever way you like. Creativity doesn't always have to be known or what we're used to creativity being. It doesn't always necessarily have to be painting or acting or whatever. Creativity could be if you're if you love to cook, being creative and just going into that hobby and just enjoying your creative side. Finding something that brings you joy and brings your soul happiness. 
it's important because that's what is going to help you on those days when you just got, you just can't control anything else. This is what's going to help with bringing back that control and bringing back that happiness. Which brings me to our last but not least tip. And I think this is the most important tip I'm going to give you. Lead with love. You have to lead with love. You can't expect to be a shitty person and be happy. Our body talks to us. Sometimes we're in war with our body. When we treat people shitty, you feel that guilt. And then you're trying to convince your guilt that you're not feeling guilty. And you're just at war. What we put out is what we receive. So if you lead with love, you only get that in return. A lot of people feel like this doesn't go for them or this doesn't relate to them. But think about it. Most people that are happy, that are genuinely, that you know that are genuinely happy in your lives, are usually really genuinely good people. People that they, they lead with love on a consistent basis. Like analyze the people in your life that are, are happy. And I'm not talking about faking a fung. I'm not talking about the Instagram happy. I'm talking about people you know on a daily basis that are happy. They usually also are good people. Because what you give is what you will receive. You can't expect to, to want kindness if you're not also putting kindness out in the world. You know, I feel like sometimes we want things, but we're not willing to give it. If you want to be surrounded by kind people, you also need to be kind. If you want to be surrounded by good people, you also will have to be good because those things all attract. Please like, share, and most importantly, leave reviews to help the podcast grow. For more information on the resources used in this episode, please refer to the links in the bio. Thank mm-hmm. you.